You are now tuned in from the desk of low. Brought to you by from the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you have a dream, go get it. Welcome back from the desk of low. Now this right here, this guy, a legend right here. So it's always a pleasure when legends appear on the show. He's from the great era, well, let's say the golden era of the 90s. And he's from one of my most favorite places on earth to Queenbridge. Without further introductions, I proudly introduce the Big Twins. Happy, let's start this off right, sir. Happy New Year, my guy. Yes, Happy New Year. Um, so big yes. twin, big twins. Um, the one of the things I've always wanted to ask you too. Where did the 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 come from, sir? Yeah, uh, it, it actually came from uh, like Brooklyn. We created a thing called Sun, right? So they'd be like, "What up, son? What up, son?" So it was kind of like you know that's kind of corny because you like. Sun is somebody like you, my son, you know what I mean? So we kind of came up with the idea of saying done. And then as we got drunker, we started going, Da-da! you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So basically that's how we came up with that. I'm going to say, I said that plenty of times drunk in high school, sir. Um, so, for the pe- for the people who don't know, too, um, you're also very big in the e- edible game, I see, too. Yeah, yeah, actually, I got, um, my edibles, big twins, edibles, I got, um, I also got the oils, infamous oils, and, um, you know, I, I got, like, the woods, the backwoods, the pre-rolls, too, so, I be doing that, too, you know, killing with that. It's kind of a good thing, you know what I mean? Uh... <laughs> Oh wow, too. So so um would you include your own strain in the pre in the pre rolled backwards too? I think that's a game changer right there. Of course, of course. Cause I got the infamous woods, then I got the um infamous oils and then the big twins edibles. Um, are you big on tea, uh twin? Yeah, actually I have a tea company called Excellent Tea. I got my number one selling tea is matcha. I actually get it from the farms in Japan. I got pearl tea, I got red tea, I got blue butterfly, PT. I got this different teas from all around the world. What made you want to get into tea, sir? That's that's very unique too. I love tea by the way. That tea is the greatest. Um actually um one of my good friends from Switzerland, he's my business partner, he um basically used to book shows for me and then he was like, you know, stop booking shows and just be posting up tea all day. So I asked him Send me some, we taste it, and then he sent it to me. And once I tasted it, I realized I want to be a part of it. Oh. So you always have to try the product before you actually want to invest in it, would you say? Of course. I can't just send product out to people that they never taste it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and I never taste it. So I gotta have some product out there that I taste. Well, you'd be surprised how much people will be willing to make a quick buck out there, sir. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm trying to have my face clean again. Hey, and that's what shows longevity too, sir. That's right. That's what I'm looking for, so that's why I'm trying to be the right way, you know, do everything the right way. I ain't trying to get nobody sick or nothing like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious, too, if you, um, if a lot of people tell you this, too, Twin, too. Um, the first time I ever found you, um, 
I purchased a, well, I thought it was a Mob Deep CD, but it was really the infamous Mob Special Edition. I was real young at the time, so I couldn't tell the difference too. Um, but when I heard that too, I was like, "Well, these guys ain't Mob Deep." But like this album right here, like this is way better what I was looking for too. Um, do you hear that a lot, sir? Yeah, definitely hear that a lot. Um, since we've been um, putting out infamous Mob albums, I've been hearing like, you know. They people get get it mixed up, you know, Mob Deep and Infamous Mob. Always, always, always been like that. Now, uh, I'm I'm curious too. Um, do you still play that album from time to time too, sir? Actually, I don't. Actually, I don't play nothing though. I'm gonna be honest. That's what kind of keeps me fresh in the game now, because I kind of like flush the old stuff to the past and kind of just focus on what's going on now. Oh, okay. That would explain it. All the time I get a chance to hear my old stuff is when people play it on the internet. You know what I mean? When they tag you in it, too. Yeah, tag me or some shit like that. Oh. Or the radio or something like that. I don't really listen. I haven't listened to Infamous Marvin in 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, I play that album on the regular because it's just a big part of my teen years, too. Um, I'm curious too. Um, with your release too, grimy life too. You get better and better with time. Um, I'm curious too. What grabs me to an artist's work is the artwork too. What made you want to do that kind of artwork, sir? Actually, um, the guy that did the artwork named Sonny Wong. He in um, Northern California. Uh, he be doing artwork for like, like farms, like weed farms and stuff like that and like you know sauce resin and um you know the wax and stuff like that so he does artwork for that and he does like beer bottles he does artwork for a bunch of different companies so i just reached out to him like yo i like your work you dope i want you to come up with some shit and then boom he said i got something perfect for you and then he drew that so i didn't really have to tell him to do much he just did it Oh, okay. Because um, I was going to say, too, you released Phantom of the Opera, one of my most favorite recent tracks from you, too. Um, that's like a Halloween vibe joint, too. Did you initially want to release that track around that time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because when we first did it, like, this should sound like Halloween. So I think we released it on the 29th of October or 30th or something like that. Yeah, definitely wanted to do that. And that's actually one of the songs... From the album I'm working on. Okay, too. Um, actually, too, because I always do my research, and well, it wasn't hard to do research on you because I'm a fan of yours. Um, did you really find Alchemist over Weed? Found him, like discovered him over Weed. No, like like when you invited him to the studio. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So boom, um, Boggs, Boggs hit us up, say he wants to do a song from his mom and Chinky on it um uh so basically went to the studio worked on the song with Muggs then Muggs left and and we kind of got mad that he left because we wanted to fix the song up and finish it up come to find out with some little white kid in the back named Alchemist he was like I made the beat and we was like oh, alright cool fix this shit you know what I mean fixed it so I got his number so he had some good weed he had some fire weed so we was in the studio the weed man can't come to the studio so we sitting there like, damn. I was like, oh, yeah, remember that kid that did the beat? I'm going to call him see if he got some butt. So when I call him, I didn't want to feel like I'm using it for his weed. So I say, look, son, bring some weed and then bring 
some beats, and then we're going to try to get to the place for having him pee. You know what I mean? So he came over. Um, you know, he came over actually for like, he was there for like 12 hours and didn't have it. like, yo, play some shit. And then the first beat he played the song in the Coogee Rap, Mom, did the Coogee Rap. So that's how it basically all started. Hey, and they say weed's bad too. Look what it can do. Exactly. Exactly. Have have, have you ever um, been to Canada, sir? We got some fire weed out here too. Yeah, yeah. I actually been to Montreal one time. Um, it was, man, I had a great time out there. I actually like it out there. i never been to the, the English part, but <clears throat> I didn't even know they speak French in, um, in Montreal before I got there. But it was dope, and the weed was fire. It's like you said, I already know they got fire out there. <laughs> um, Fred, and then, too, um, somebody told me that you found Sid Rome's. Is that true? I didn't find Sid Rome's. Sid Rome's, Sid Rome's been around for a long time. Tavones is actually like, it was like a group of um, producers and rappers back in the day. So it was Evidence, Alchemist, Sid Rones, um, QD3, that's Quincy Jones' son. Um, there's a couple of them, and they all used to be together. And Sid Rones was with them, too. See, a lot of people, Alchemist introduced me to Sid Rones. He knew them. He grew up with them. Oh, I never knew that, actually, that he grew up with them. Because Sid Rones is a... Evidence, Alchemist. QD3, that's Quincy Jones' son. Um, who else? Uh, what's the guy that he's dance? Um, it's three of them in the group, and they dance, and they they rap, too. Uh, they have Fergie down with them. Oh. Um, what's the guy, the, the, the Dawson guy with the dreads? Oh, what's his name? It, oh, Will I Am. They all used to be together. Will I Am, QD3, Alchemist, Evidence. Rooms, they all used to be together back then. They all went to school and shit like that together. Now, too, um, because um, the first time I actually heard of a Big Twins as a solo artist, too, was on a Cypress Hill album, too. Do you remember that album, sir? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think the song was named Champions. I'm not even sure the name of the song, but I know Prodigy did the hook and I had um, to the kick first. Now, um, before that, you got into the industry, too. Did you always listen to Cypress Hills in 1991? Of course. We thought they was from Cypress Hills <laughs> in the Bronx. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> but kind of find out they wasn't. But it was dope. We loved it. Once they put that song on, it's on in the club back in the days, you know? Now, too, um, without you living in the West Coast, too, um, you are working with, you're still working with people back in New York, too, like Flea and Edo, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I just did a record for them. I think it was on Edo's album. Um, How's Roof? You know, Mark's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Flea hit me up. Like, yo, I just did a show with Edo, too, out here. So it was my first time meeting him. So we just got it all squared out, and I just did a joint for them. Now, you haven't lost a step, too. When you say Queen's... Uh, people are copying Queen's style and that's not a good look. What inspired that bar, sir? Um, that's because, um, <clears throat> basically, <clears throat> not to say no names, you know, I sit back and watch the younger guys that do what we do or do, you know, do the underground music. You know, you can see people being influenced a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 
when you know, I, when we influence people, all right, cool, you can do what we do, but you got to do it the right way, represent the right way. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I be feeling like people don't represent the right way. Yeah, because you want you want your uh, queens to be represented in the right way too, like Mayhem Loren. The right way, exactly. Now I'm curious too. Um, wh- when did you decide to move out to LA? Too um, was it because the weather's nicer out there, sir? Nah, actually, um, um, working on the album with Alchemist, and then um, I'm actually working on uh, like a cooking show with Alchemist. You know, I cook too. Oh, okay. Get your sh- get your chef twin on. Yeah, I actually have a page on Instagram and on Facebook. It's called Infamous Chefs. I got mad followers. Um, I, I, I cook. I cook for a restaurant out in L.A. I just, if you go to Infamous Chefs, look it up. You'll see my food. You'll understand what I'm talking about. What's your favorite thing to cook, Twin? Oh, Thai food. I'm going to say spicy chicken basil. Oh, wow. Man. I'm off the loud, too, so that sounds amazing right now. Um, when did you find your passion for cooking, Twin? Um, actually when my son was born, you know what I mean? When my son was born, maybe like 18 years ago, my son was born and, um, you know, I just said, you know, I can't be giving them food from outside all the time, I gotta cook. So that's what really started me cooking. But maybe like 10 years ago, I started a Facebook page. And, you know, started playing it nice and make it look nice and all that. So that's when I kind of got the buzz from that. So that's why Alchemist, we're doing uh, the cooking show through his YouTube page. Oh, okay. Because, like, that's very, because, like, that's interesting, too, to see a different side of a rapper, too, like, getting getting chef on, too, because, like, like even with the tea, when I found out you, you were big on the tea, too, I never would expect that, too, but it's all about growth. It's like, basically, we give our music free. So, give out the music free, like a billboard, and then you got to somehow to get the people to buy what you're selling. You know what I mean? Because they're not buying music. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> well, I bought your album, yeah. Grimy Life, on iTunes. I won't Thank lie on that. You, Thank you, yo. Thank you. You know, the streaming systems is, you know, a little screwed up or whatever. But we're going to figure them out. Yeah, because sooner or later, because, like, they're going to need the music sooner or later, because what's the streaming site without the music? Uh, uh, The streaming situation is, it can be fixed easy, as long as the big artists say, all right, take all my music off your streaming system, and then all of them start doing it, and then they get more money. It's that easy. We don't even need no other artists. We just need the rappers to do it, and we'll win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm 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 curious too, Twin, um, because you're a very busy man too. Do you ever get a chance to watch documentaries? Of course, when I watch, literally, I watch a documentary every night. Every night I lay in the bed, I watch a documentary. Doesn't matter what country I'm in, I'm watching documentaries. Oh, that's very interesting to hear. That's kind of like what I do too. Um, what's a documentary that made you really open your eyes to what's going on in the world today? Like Food Inc. Did you ever see Food Inc.? You might uh, tap into Food Inc, sir. Oh, Food Inc. is on Netflix, right? Yes, sir. 
made me never want yeah, to get a gun. Yeah, man, 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 man. It's hard for me to watch the full part, the one, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just hard. It's hard. It's hard to watch the full thing. But I'm going to say, like, you know, of course, the UFO, alien shit, uh, the government shit, uh, watching, I'm watching Gold, because I know, I know Gold about to spike up crazy um, on Flat Earth. Um, oh, uh, Flat Earth. I would like to hear your perspective on that, Twin. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. It's 100% flat. Um, I, uh, the, the, see, the thing is, we don't really care if it's flat or not. You know what I mean? Because I consider myself one of the flat community. We don't, get, we don't care if it's flat. We just want to know Wow, all the governments are lying, and what's at the end of the the ice wall? You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the only thing we really care about. It doesn't matter if it's flat. You know what I mean? We just want to know what's at the end of that wall. That's right. Um, I'm curious too, Twin. Um, because back back in the '90s too, um, internet wasn't even like you know that big back then too. Um, did you watch a lot of documentaries in the '90s? And if so, how did how did you get them, sir? Oh, would you say that um, P put you on to YouTube? Because I of remember, course. I remember when P released of Return course. of the Mac. Oh my God, I was going crazy for that. I would have never even looked at that stuff or none of that stuff doing it for P. You know what I mean? P really showed me the direction, and then and it got to a point. I watched it so much now. P had no time, at, you know, before he passed. So he would call me and say, "Yo, what's the new shit?" And I used to send him all the new documentaries I've been seeing. You know what I mean? So I kind of was, at the end, he got me to a point. I was watching way more than him, and then I was sending him information. Yeah, because, like, once you find, like, the wonders of YouTube and the do little documentaries that people put together, oh, my God, you can you can get lost on there. Yes. I love it. Better <laughs> than watching TV, I'll tell you that. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm curious, too. Um, Have you done any acting before, Twin? You know, I played in the murder music movie. Classic. Uh, I had, yeah, I had a nice part in there. Um, I did some other acting, but it just never came out. Um, the reason why I asked too, um, I see it. Um, you you have a movie coming out, if I understand. Yeah, you know everything. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I got a web series um called the Grindy Ones. I've been working on for like over a year. And I'm just slowly putting it together, and hopefully we have something for the people to see, maybe like 13 episodes in the next five, six months. Oh, okay. Because um, I, I, um, I'm curious, too. Um, what inspired Grimy Ones and that title, too? Because uh, kind of kind of how I live my life, you know, when I was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I was super grimy. Like, I would go to the club, meet a girl. You know, she liked, she liked me, we go to her crib, and then I will take all the money and leave. <laughs> you know, after we have sex, she goes to sleep, I'm like, alright, I'm out, peace. She's like, alright, peace. And then in the morning, yo, did you see like $400, $500? I'm like, nah, I ain't see it. <laughs> uh, I, ain't see, I, I see shit, sure, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so kind of, cause, so me being a certain way, kind of, you know, 
I used to always say I'm the grimy motherfucking one, and, you know, talk and it's kind of just stuff. It just like develop out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause with you having like a longevity in the game too, like you don't have to do stuff like that anymore, but that just shows the passion is still there. Of course. Of course, definitely. Yeah, you know, um, doing this shit for a while, so. It's fun, but it's not fun. You know, it's not fun no more traveling everywhere. You know what I mean? Because the past two years, I've been going all around the world. I see. And that kind of been burning me out a little bit. Uh, so I'm kind of creating different businesses, so I don't have to travel so much. You know what I mean? What do you do? You do a lot of traveling for music as well, too, like overseas, like Russia, Japan. Because I seen you did a Japan a tour too, and man, they be love big twins out there. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand and eighteen, I did Japan and Europe, and then a year before that, I did Russia, Brazil, and Europe, and then a year before that, I did the whole Europe. So I'm like always traveling. It's like fucking stressful. <clears throat> Um, and then I've been traveling around the United States to, to that, that too. So it's like, just, just need to put the brakes on for a little while. And just rest up in L.A. and smoke good backwards, pre-rolled backwards. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm working on a few albums, like maybe five albums. I'm going to start dropping back to back. Oh, wow. Five albums. Wow. You stay busy. Yeah, yeah, I try to do a lot at one time. This time I try to have like at least four or five done, and then I start dropping them and dropping the videos and, you know, the vinyl and stuff like that. Um, I noticed, too, that you and Raz Kaz, too, have a banner on that album, We Marvin of Godfather and Foul Monday, too, but you known Raz Kaz for a while, too. Um, Do you remember the first time you ever met Raz Kaz? He was one of my very first guests. First time meeting Raz Kaz is before he went to jail. And um, he was in New York. He had an apartment in New York. And then, um, you know, my man brought me over there. Actually, 40 Glock brought me over there. I don't know if I know him. Yes, sir. He's a Yeah, so 40 Glock brought me over there. And then Raz, yo, you can, basically, they left. They said, you can hold the crib. So he gave me the keys and they left. And I had an ill crib um, and in Queens for like six, five, six months. And they never came back. I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody's talking about, nobody's knocking on the door about the bills. I the bills are being paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you started wondering what's going on. Room, and then this, 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 this white girl walks in and say, who the fuck are you? And this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> came to find out it was her and Raskat's crib. So, you know what I'm saying? I did that. I was like, all right, I'm out. Please, Raskat, tell me the whole house, man. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, we go way back. Actually, I just rented his crib for like, in November. I had it for like whole November or something like that. December, half of November or something like that. I just rented his crib because he was out of town in Australia and he gave me his crib. So, you know, we go way back. Me and him and very, very good friends, Planet Asia. It's a bunch of us. People kind of like a team. And, and that's good to see that you guys maintained that relationship all those years, too. You guys still talk about uh, when that white girl came in the apartment? Oh, yeah. Actually, I was talking to him recently about this shit. Um, he had a performance recently. I went over there to hang out with him. And we was talking about that shit. 
shit. Okay. Because he didn't tell me he was going to jail. He just said, right, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. And I ain't here for him. Two years. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so like, just hold it down, Twin. I'll be back. Crazy. Um, you, um, also put a lot of emotion into your music, too, like the song Memories or Cut Off My Right Hand, too. Um, I'm, I'm curious, Twin, would you ever make a personal, personal album, like a Booker Ryan personal album? I would, I would, I would. I kind of, I kind of try to do that every song, every time I'm writing some music or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But to really sit down and really personalize it, I don't know. Because for me, it would be, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if I would do that. Because you have a interesting, interesting story, too. And for you to for be able to put that in a music and make a whole album with emotion driven, too, I think the underground would really enjoy that. And not, not even the underground, too. I think the mainstream would enjoy that as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm definitely writing a book. You know what I mean? I'm definitely going to write a book. Uh, That's actually my next question. <laughs> give you the title. The title will be called Rich Kids Can't Read. So that's going to be the title of the book. It's about me and my family, my brothers, my sisters, my moms. It's about our life, you know what I mean? Uh, well, I'm glad to hear I'm glad to hear that you're writing a book. And, um, and I'm curious, too, um, would you consider making that book a three-parter or did you kind of just want to do it all in one go because i noticed people do kind of like a three-part book series i ain't gonna lie um i could do a three-part book series but then you gonna you got you gonna have the multi-movie it's gonna be in theaters it's about my life too you know what i'm saying then you got the multi-documentary so i don't know i don't know i might just do one book a long read you know what i'm saying yeah, well, and... I'm definitely doing cookbooks, though. I'm going to have a few of those. Would you ever... Because my, my, my personal book, I probably won't finish it for until I'm like 50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I probably won't put it out for a little while because I want to be successful in the weed industry, the tea industry, and the cooking industry. So just to show the growth of when I used to make music until now, you know what I mean? I'm sure. So start doing something. Bigger, you know what I mean. So, I'm just writing this slowly. I ain't in no rush. And plus, you can't you can't rush greatness. Yes, can't do that. When when you watch, um, I don't know if you watch this, but if you seen Straight Outta Compton too, um, that that Mob Deep movie, man, that Mob Deep movie is gonna be crazy. Listen, for me, whoever made the Straight Outta Compton movie, I want to see that movie. You know what I mean? But I was on to do it. We just got to go through a little more um, financial shit with um, Prodigy's estate. And once we finish that, we'll be ready to roll. So hopefully 2020, we'll start shooting. And because you, you're definitely a key part in that story. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to sit down and tell. I know the story better than everybody else, actually. You know what I mean? That's true. Because don't forget, I'm the one that pulled in Noid. I'm the one that pulled in Alchemist, Nitty, Golf, or Chinky. I'm the one that, you know what I mean? Because it was just me, Happy, and my twin brother, and Killer Shy. You know what I mean? He used to be in the studio back in the days. And and to think, too, what if you weren't around all those times, too? What you mean? 
like what like what if you never met P or Havoc too? Like like do you ever think about times like that? Because it's all about it's all about certain situations you put yourself in in life. If I, I'm gonna keep being honest. Uh, if I ain't meet them, I don't know what the fuck I'll be doing. I really, really don't. And P always looked out for you too. That's how I knew he was a real one. Yeah, he was. He was a trooper. He always held it down. Always keep it real. Be honest up front. He's a great friend, for real. One of the greats, and that's the definition of a legendary there, people. Yeah, of course. Because, you know, he keep it real always. And plus, he's literally trying to teach people stuff. You know what I mean? So, you got to give him props for that, too. You know, um, he's the main reason why I'm woke. Exactly. Me, too. Me, too. Well, at least we know it. Um, he always um big twins too, being woken, getting on the YouTube, filling in P too. I actually never knew that you were filling in P with the YouTube as you went on. Yeah, yeah, man. Cause I, I'm like super deep. Like I said tonight, I'm probably have my phone be a little dead. Charge it up, smoke me some weed, full blunt, get right in the bed and go on some YouTube videos <laughs> every fucking night for over twelve years, probably now. 15, maybe. Um, I'm curious, too. You still have a relationship with Chinky and Godfather Part 3 and Ty Nitty, too. Um, what, um, what made you want to put them on the album, too? Um, especially Chinky for the solo. I mean, for the intro, because she killed that intro. Woo! Shout out to Chinky. Yeah. Actually, um, you know, it was the last time she gonna be on, the, like, you know, it was like the last time all of us would be on something together. So for me, that's why I kind of did the beginning of the album with Chinky, Infamous Mob, you know, Alchemist, um, fucking Havoc and Pete, you know what I'm saying? Because that's like the original crew and all that. Uh, I had to do that, man. I had to do that. Like the last time for all of us to be together on something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the reason why I did that. And um, what's your relationship with Cormega these days, Twin? Actually, just went to his website and bought what his hat. Because um, I love the style of his hat. Nigga was always a dope dude when he came in the clothes. You know, he understands it, you know what I mean? Since way back. So me and him, cool. He actually, I hit him up. He's about to perform here in like three weeks. And I told him to come over there and fuck with him. So, yeah. Our relationship is great, son. Huh? I'm glad to I was, I was just in Switzerland with him performing, so we had a great time. And um, I'm curious too. In Switzerland too, um, when you go overseas too, um, do you notice that the crowds are more amped up as opposed to the, in the U.S. too? Because Europe, they love hip hop over there. Hell yeah! Um, of course. At the end of the day, I don't really get no shows in America. You know, lately I've been on good, I mean, good stroll, I mean, good like run, but really, most of the time I'm performing is overseas. I don't really perform in America. So weird, but I don't. Okay. Uh, um, well, you know what? That that Europe, that international travel is probably way better than the U.S. anyway, too. But it just it's like what you said; yeah. it gets tiring. You do the zombies out here? You already know. <laughs> um, do you still talk to bows and hooks? Not really, but I seen I seen Mike and Bars maybe. Uh, 
summer, this last summer, that just passed. I seen them in, in Queensbridge. Okay. I was, you know, I ain't no beef or nothing, but just people, certain people don't know how to elevate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you can have somebody elevate your career, but, you know, it's hard for somebody, for the, you know, sometimes it's hard for somebody to do it themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious too because uh, we're both weed smokers too, and you did a lot of traveling. What's the biggest, like the biggest blunt that you ever got to smoke? Like the biggest blunt. Hmm. I gotta say California at the weed at the on weed festival. You know what I mean? Huge, like I put like fucking five ounces in there. Oh the shit! Show. Yeah, that shit was woo. That shit had me. Um, cause uh, too, you said that you can eat a whole bag of edibles and go to sleep. I did that once, didn't go so well. Yeah, I, I, man, I do it all the time. I my tolerance is high, so I can I can eat edibles and smoke some weed and hit some wax and you know um smoke some dissolent. I can you know I can do it all. I'll be up. Oh my god, that, that that wax is some next level stuff. I can't go near that. I have an asthma. Like the, the TEC oil? Yeah. You know, the oil? That's what I'm smoking right now. <laughs> and it oh, shit, fire too. I was just gonna say, it does sound fire over there. Fire, fire. Um, I'm curious too, because uh, people always hit me up about that interview with him, and um, that's actually how I met Lex Armor Life. He's been putting me on to Mad Talent, too. Um, I'm curious, um, how did you meet Flea Lord? People hit me about that interview all the time. Basically, I met him... When I first met him, I actually unfollowed him on Instagram. Because who doesn't follow me, I kind of unfollowed him. And then, Prodigy called me. He's like, yo, what up, son? Yo, you just unfollowed somebody on Instagram? I'm like, yeah. Some guy named Flea or whatever. He like, yeah, that's my man, man. Um, could you add him? I'm like, no, I ain't add him. He, he, he's not following me. You know what I'm saying? So I guess the guy, he called him, he followed me. And then um, he's like, well, when you're in New York, come meet him. You know what I'm saying? So when I went over there and met him, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Plus he was holding pee down. Anybody holding pee down is a good money with me. You know what I mean? So that's how we kind of got good cool. Now, too, um, you guys have a fire collabo, too. Um, did you guys um, do that record when you all first met? Or did you, like, do you have to have a relationship with someone before you collab with them, Twin? Nah, if you pay me, you pay me. I'll get it done. But it's this regular dude. For me to do a regular, like, collabo, you kind of got to have. I kind of did that for P. You know what I'm saying? At first. You know what I'm saying? But now he kind of got getting his name popping, so I will do it. For me, is I will do music with people if it would benefit me. Okay. Wh if you pay me, that's a different story. But if anybody hit me up like that, know me and this and that, it gotta, it gotta make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you just can't do it like if it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I do. I do tons of features. Right now, I got five of them backed up right now. I got to do a few for a bunch of people. But, you know, and they all free, too. So, you know, when they free, I got to go to the studio, pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you're investing in your time. Exactly. So that's why it definitely has to benefit me. For me to do anything for anybody. 
Now, um, for you, Twin, too, um, this is the thing I always tell people, too, and I think that when you tell people, I think people will understand how 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 much of a asset is it to invest in yourself? Because I tell people all the time, if you want to be anything, you have to invest in yourself. Man, man, like, my whole career, I kind of didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the most money I spent on the album, I think out of my own pocket, was Grammy Life. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's very important, man, to do that. Because waiting on somebody to give you some money that put an album out or, you know what I'm saying? The best thing to do is invest in yourself because you don't got to be on nobody's time. You can move where you want to. So I say definitely invest in yourself. It doesn't got to only be music. It could be anything, T-shirts, this, that, whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? Because then you don't have to answer nobody. When you invest in yourself, you're the boss. That's the most important thing. Because if you don't invest in yourself, you're a worker. That's right. The soldier, whatever you want to call it. Well, um, Mr. Uh, Twins, too, um, I won't take up much of your time, too. Um, this is the last question I ask all my guests, too. Um, but before I, I ask you that question, too, um, you know that saying, give people flowers while they're here? Of course. I just wanted to let you know, sir, that your music, like, all those years ago, played a big part of my teen and childhood years. So I just wanted to say thank you very much for even affected my life when you didn't even know me all those years ago. Thanks, man. That, that means a lot. Yo. Really, man. And, you know, we just try to keep it, you know, honest. You know what I'm saying? We try to be honest in the music and hopefully people can relate to it. Definitely did, sir. Um, and th with this being said, um, this is my last question, too, and I'm curious to hear your answer on this, too. Do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Hmm. That's a good one. And you can take your time. I understand it's a tough one, too. Yeah, for me, if you want to say, like, if you're in a dark place, and, and for me, if you, be, if you be honest with yourself and be honest with other people, I think it's hard to get in a dark place. You know what I'm saying? When you be honest with yourself and honest with other people, I think you will always be in the light. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when I say honest with yourself, it's like eating well, um, you know, being loyal to your girl, or, you know what I'm saying? Being real with your people, or anything like that. So, that's what I say. And, there, and I like that answer, too, when you, especially when you said, that, like, eating right and being loyal to your girl, because the reason why I asked that question, every person answered it differently, too. And that's why I love hearing other people's perspectives, because somebody may be the biggest twin fan out there and hear that, and it will save them. So that's what I want to do with this podcast, just save people's lives from suicide. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. Actually, I was just reading... Um, you know, they're saying it's, you know, the suicide is up, and the drug people dying from drugs is up right now, and stuff like that. You know, uh, suicide is tough, because, you know, you know, I don't really know nobody that did that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I know when I was in juvenile jail back in the days, I suddenly tried to hang myself, and I saved them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I don't know nobody I grew up with, 
literally trying to kill himself. So it's a tough. That's a tough one, man. I don't. I, I still don't understand how people will get to that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because most people that probably did kill themselves didn't go through a quarter of the stuff I went through in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's all um like like when somebody passed away, you know, one person might break down and be fucked up forever. You know what I'm saying? Because they know her passed away or something like that. It's all about the, how strong a person is. You know what I mean? Not to not to put down the people that do go through that, but it's you got to be strong, man. You really, really got to be strong in this world. Um, it, uh, it's gonna get worse before it get better. You know what I mean? We didn't see the real shit yet until, you know, um, um, major casualties. When that happens, then I think things will be a little better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I hate to say that, but, you know, it got to get worse before it gets better. But that's... You know, the weather didn't get worse yet, you know? That's not it's the... It's bad, but it didn't get to a point we can't live in certain states. I like how you said that, too, because, like... Something always worse has to happen before something gets better, too. I like that. That's true, though. Yeah. I mean, what I'm talking about is extremes. It's like half of the people. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only way people will wake up. You know what I mean? And hopefully that don't happen. But, you know, hopefully people just wake up in general. But it doesn't look like that right now. Especially when I look at Congress arguing every day and just being clowned. Yeah, that's true. Even our government fu is fucked up out here, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Look at the terrorist attacks happening out there. Come on, now. Now, like, come on, now. Yeah. That was orchestrated. Yeah, you know, I say that, too. I I've been saying that. All that shit is orchestrated. And y'all gotta stay woke out there, people. Uh, all I know is these people do terrorist attacks, and you never hear from them again. They get locked up, and you never hear from them again. It makes you wonder where to go to. Hmm. Hey, fucking put them in a jail and walk them out the back door. Good job. Here's a stack of cash. Here's an, <laughs> here's an island. Yeah. Uh, we'll call you on the next go around. Yeah, that's facts. Um, but with that being said, Big Twins, too, I know you're a busy man, too. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug in before I let you go, Twin? Um, you know, Grimy Life is out right now. Um, you can go to my YouTube page. It's Big Twins with a Z, QB. I got fucking tons of videos on there. Um, my Instagram is Big Twins, QB with an S. Um, oh, my God, I got a new album coming out with Alchemist. Um, uh, I got a cookbook coming. Look out for it. Go to excellentea.com. Go buy some tea. We got soap. We got lots of soap. All kinds of crazy stuff on there. Go on there and check that out. And just look out for Big Twin. I got a bunch of stuff coming for 2019 and 20. And we will most definitely throw up all those links too so the people can get in tune with everything that you got going on, Twin. No doubt, man. If you ever hear anybody want to do a show up here, let me know. I'll be up to ASAP. That sounds good. I'll bring the loud for you on, on the house. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And um, with that being said, too, there's a legend right here from the desk low featuring my guy, Big Twins. Peace, my G. You got my number. Hit me anytime. All right. Sounds good, my G. Peace out, my G. All right. Peace.